On today's show, Nissan comes out with the ultimate snow machine, Honda's recalls hurt its bottom line, and how cheap gas prices could affect car sales. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for January 30th of 2015. Honda has set aside millions of dollars to deal with all the recalls related to Takata's defective airbags, and now it's catching up to its bottom line. The company released its financial results for the most recent quarter, and they're not too good. Sales came in at just over 1 million units, which is a 5% drop compared to the previous year. Its total revenue fell just shy of $29 billion, a gain of 9%. However, its net income fell by 15%, coming in at $1.2 billion. And because of all the recalls, the company lowered its sales and revenue forecast for the fiscal year. When Kia introduced its new luxury vehicle last year, the K900, many people wondered who would pay 60 grand for a Kia? Well, not too many apparently. The company sold just 1,300 in the US last year. And because of that, Motor Authority reports Kia is slashing the starting price of the luxury car by $5,000. It will now carry a starting price tag of $55,400. But it won't come standard with LED headlights, chrome trim, Napa leather, and a 17-speaker audio system. You know, electrified vehicles may have enough juice to cover most people's daily commute, but range anxiety is still a major reason why they don't sell in large numbers. Toyota is looking to change that. The automaker is testing out a new type of power semiconductor that uses silicone carbide. Power semiconductors are found in power control units, which control the use of electricity to the drive unit for vehicles with an electric powertrain. Current power semiconductors account for about 20% of total electrical losses, but by creating less resistance when electricity flows through them, the new silicone carbide units increase powertrain efficiency. Toyota is testing out the new technology in a Camry Hybrid and a fuel cell bus in Japan this year to evaluate its performance. Still to come, the Nissan Juke gets a new set of snow tires. Will the new aluminum F-150 cost more to repair than the old one? And the impact of cheap gas on car sales. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Breakthrough Technologies for Lightweight Vehicles It was not hard to guess that body repair costs would go up on the new aluminum F-150, but many of us had no idea how much. So Edmonds took out its sledgehammer to crunch the numbers. That's no metaphor. They literally took a sledgehammer to the rear quarter of the bed of the truck. What they found is insurance labor rates for aluminum repairs are about double that of steel And also, the amount of time to complete the repair was twice as long. I'm sure both of those will start to come down as more trucks hit the road, and body shop repair guys get more familiar with aluminum repairs. But it's still something to take into consideration. The part that scared me most was the cost of an LED rear taillight with an integrated blind spot monitor that cracked during the bashing. It was a shade under $900. Ouch! As I said in a past Autoline garage, fender benders are starting to get a whole lot more expensive. If you hadn't had a chance to check out the video of Edmunds bashing the truck, 
I urge you to follow the link in today's transcript, because it's a real interesting watch. At some point, I'm sure we've all heard someone say, this thing is built like a tank. Well, Nissan is taking that to a whole new level. It took a Juke Nismo RS and fitted individual track drive systems at all four corners. It was built as a support vehicle for an ice driving event in Finland. The other day I said this modified Jeep Wrangler was best suited for winners here in Michigan. I now stand corrected. How will gasoline prices impact car sales? Coming up next, some of the top economists in the auto industry share their thoughts. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. Gasoline prices in the U.S. have tumbled over the last several months. So does that mean consumers will ditch fuel-efficient vehicles and buy more pickups and SUVs? On AutoLine this week, John is joined by economists from Ford, GM, and IHS Automotive, and here's what they have to say. While there are a lot of benefits today, particularly to the consumers from the low gas prices that we're seeing, you know, ultimately when people look at new vehicle purchase decisions, we know that they're thinking about having that vehicle for a period of several years, and they're going to have to take into account the fact that we probably are, again, at the lower end of that range right now in terms of where gas prices are. Will they take that into account? Because we've seen, you know, sales of hybrids, diesels, electrics yeah. really take it on the chin while trucks and SUVs are through the roof. Right. In the near term, you absolutely do see the impact on segmentation. Um, it, and, and so that, you know, it will affect sales to a certain extent, but that's not to say that no one's buying fuel-efficient vehicles. No, that's true. They are. But, but Charles, that's, that's what some people are telling me. Oh, you know, the stupid consumer, don't they remember anything? What's your take on how the consumers are going to buy new vehicles in terms of this cheap gas? Well, I think they are going to take their time and, and, and see whether this is the real deal, whether gas prices will stay at this level for an extended period of time. But our own forecast is we're expecting oil prices and gasoline prices to remain in this low territory for the next couple years. Uh, this price war that the Saudis and, and OPEC are going through right now, uh, uh, they've got a lot of money in the bank that they can ride this out. Uh, they're really trying to drive oil prices and long-term investors in the oil business, uh, trying to push them out. And so uh, I think the American consumer is going to benefit for quite a while. But I think consumers are, uh, they've been through this before. We've seen gas prices rise and fall dramatically. And I, and I think that they will, as, as Emily was saying, you know, a, a vehicle is a long-term purchase. So I think it might impact people on the margins. But for the most part, people are, are still no gas prices. Uh, they can't stay in this territory forever. As always, you can watch that entire episode right now on our website, autoline.tv. But that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching and have a great weekend. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.